friend of mine, Tony, uh, and I, we actually have four dogs between us, and three of them got cancer all under the age of 10. And I'm just thinking, this is crazy. I mean, three out of four are getting cancer. When I start to look at the side of the boxes that I've been feeding my two dogs, Morph and Trin, I was just like, oh, my God, look at all the stuff that's in, in here. And look at all the stuff that's not in here. And I just felt, this is so wrong. I need to do something about it. And that was the start of the journey of Bella and Duke. Welcome to Life Well Loved, the pet well-being podcast brought to you by Bella and Duke. My name's James Marriott. I'm your host as we adventure into the world of pet ownership with you and your cats and dogs. We'll sniff out expert knowledge from people like behaviorists, nutritionists and veterinary professionals as we explore how to do right by our pets. Today, well, it's our first episode, so we're going to start at the beginning, a good place to start, and take a look at the story of Bella and Duke. Now, I'm joined by Mark Scott, Bella and Duke's CEO. Now, that is Chief Emotions Officer. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. (laughs) Chief Emotions Officer, I always think it's important to to be the one who's uh, making sure that they're positive, ambitious, motivated, and excited about what they're doing. <laughs> so it makes more sense than uh, And also your team knows better than you how to achieve your goals. So uh, that was always the, the vision of Bella and Duke was at the start. Was we had this big, big goal, big thing that we wanted to achieve. And it's going to take a lot of challenges that we need to overcome. So it's important that the, the level of emotion is there to deal with all the challenges coming. I like it. It's good. It makes sense. It makes sense. So what's your what's your background, Mark? Uh, serial entrepreneur, made money, lost money, made lot money, lost money. So I've tried lots <laughs> of different things. So about about six years ago, I was, I was actually running six different businesses. And uh, wow. I just I just burnt out completely. Just I just had to take some time out. And I decided to, to end the businesses that I was working with and literally annoy my kids for a year. And, and uh, figure out what I want to do next. And I hadn't really been looking after my health, James. I've been, you know, hadn't been eating the right nutrition, hadn't been doing the right things for my brain, for my body. So I started doing a lot of meditation. I started doing a lot of exercises. And more importantly, I started eating correctly and eating really good nutrition. And it was at this point when I was taking this year out that uh, a friend of mine, Tony, uh, and I, we actually have four dogs between us. And three of them got cancer all under the age of 10. And I'm just thinking, this is crazy. I mean, three out of four are getting cancer. Um, and then obviously I've done this, this research into myself and my own health and well-being. And noticed when I started eating correctly, that I just felt great. and mentally felt great, physically felt great. And suddenly all these things that often I try and get tablets for, or do this or do that and try and medicate, uh, you know, the symptoms, I guess, actually ch- ch- changing the cause, which was bad nutrition, bad lifestyle suddenly my life just came a lot better so going to the pets when i start to look at the side of the boxes that i've been feeding my two dogs morph and trin i was just like oh my god look at all the stuff that's in in here look at all the stuff that's not in here and i just felt this is so wrong i need to do something about it and that was the start of the journey of bella and duke so where does the name come from um, um, literally, we just looked for the most popular cats and dogs names. And Brilliant. Which, which ones went well together? Um, it, it was never going to be the Mark and Tony show. It was about doing the right choices from day one. And it was about, you know, 
how many people can connect with the brand. That was really, really important. And that's the reason we, we chose those names. Plus, they sound cool together. You're you're quite upfront, Mark, about the fact that you're not a vet, you're not a, a nutritionist. So, so why why did you go down this particular path? It's the first business, James, I've ever done that I've been absolutely passionate about. Like when you feel something's wrong and you want to change it, I thought my superpower has always been to take to take things on. You know, I have this saying that I say to myself: feel the fear and do it anyway. And I just know that. I just felt so like motivated and, and, and almost enraged, just angry that this was going on. But often I would go to the doctors and they would never ask me the simple question, what am I eating? They just never asked that question. I'm like, how can we not be talking about the food that we're putting into our mouths? The only people who can really look after your body is you. And if we can start off with getting the great nutrition in, Actually, a lot of these chronic diseases in humans and in pets, more so in pets, because if you uh, take a dog and, for example, James, if you take a dog and you feed it the same kibble, the same food for breakfast, lunch and dinner, seven days a week, how can that in itself be healthy? Because we know the gut biome and the biome is a bit, you know, sits and, and, and digest the food and it goes into your gut and all those bacteria. That, and you've probably heard good, good bacteria, bad bacteria. Well, you get those gut, that variety of gut bacteria and flora by eating a variety of foods. So how can you get that if you're eating the same thing for breakfast? And it's just basic stuff. And I'm like, it was just that, that drive. And, and that gave me the confidence to go off then and find people who were the professions in those specific injury words, nutrition or vets, who actually went, no, no, it is, you are you are right, Mark, in the way you're thinking. It isn't correct that we recommend the same things, or it isn't correct that, it's just so case that actually, oh, we're doing it better, and Duke is going back to Mother Nature. We haven't invented this. But that, that's the sort of energy, that's what I drive on, and that's, that's what I pull on when I want to think about the challenge we've got up ahead about changing the whole industry, and that, I'm getting really excited because I think it's, see things changing and it's and the lights up you know the lights coming on people are seeing it and they're now questioning things and for me that that's that's golden that's that's the sweet spot going back to to the beginning so you know you you were taking on a, a space that was you know already pretty established there were some big brands that have been around for many years producing the kind of pet food that you know we're all sort of familiar with so it's not like you were you were carving out a, a whole new area you you were taking on something that was pretty established and i imagine you you probably faced quite a bit of resistance along the way for because of that tell, tell us a bit about some of those barriers and how you've overcome them yeah i think so i think one of the first thing we did at the very start of Bello is we started to build a community because one thing about brands is if you're going to create a brand you've got to trust it and you've got to believe it and I think having a community who can directly communicate with yourselves, with the business, with the team, it just holds everyone true. And that it's difficult. Like it's, it's difficult because you are always on the spotlight, but I love it because it just keeps us on the path and we don't veer off it. So that is one of the key differentiators for, for Bella and Duke. And we got, look, we've got our lovers and we've got our haters. Don't get me wrong. But that's great because at least I'm not in that middle ground where you don't have an opinion. So either you like us or you won't great so we're doing something and i think that that was one of the big game-changing moments was that building that community from the very start 
and they give us direct feedback. They, they don't hold their punches, by the way. <laughs> they, they let us know when we're getting it wrong. But also because of that, we get our raving fans. And that, for me, is beautiful. I mean, I have so many amazing people who just came to the brand, helped us, you know, like Jude, McCoy, she, she's amazing. She's been with us pretty much from day one. And she was just an admin helped me in the Facebook. She was, and she was way better than I ever was. And it would just attract just amazing people to the brand. And that's what I love. It's, it's something that I think I'm really, really proud of. And, and I'm attracting people who really get what the mission is. And I'm really excited about the future. Days. I'm really optimistic that, more and more people that adopt a natural species appropriate food. And I think what's changed over the years is people will come to raw because they've tried everything with their pet. And, you know, this is a last ditch effort to see, can I get my pet healthier on raw? I spoke to somebody about raw. But what's happened over the last two, three years is we're getting more and more puppies on. Like 50% of our customers' uh, pets are puppies. That means pets are getting a great start from the very young age. I'm really excited because I'm like, give this another 15, 20 years, you're going to see these pets really have an amazing health span and lifespan. But that's going to take a little bit of time to, to show, to prove that off. But already we're seeing great results and people saying, uh, you know, my Westie had itchy skin and then I put him onto Bella and Duke and then after three weeks, I've actually got him off the medication. I mean, if that's not, motivating i don't know what is i just and i get these stories all the time so i think it's those stories it's those people um being part of the journey the reference it's the pack the pack being the group on the facebook group and uh, i've always said you know don't take my for it word for it come and join the group come and see it and come speak to us and it's not always there is some challenges some pets do have struggles getting onto raw but you know they're not alone and there's other people have overcome those struggles and i just think that's that community is really, really important. And it's really important when we were in lockdown because the one thing I think we all missed was that community, that connection. And I and I'm just I'm just so humbled when I look at that group and I see the people responding to each other and the love within there and and the positivity. I wanted to be a culture where you could try new things, you could speak up, you could be yourself, and that 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 that's that was always in there from the very very start Let, let's take a little bit of a, a a kind of a step back and 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 look at that journey then of of bella and duke over over the last few years how has the business changed and grown and developed but also what's been your personal highlight what what was the kind of the moment where you just kind of thought wow this is doing something well, you're absolutely spot on about going backwards because I think often we're looking out the, the windscreen and not out the rear window. And it's and I was thinking about it this morning how when we first started off and we were sending boxes out in polystyrenes, I was printing the labels off and answering the phone <laughs> and packing boxes at some points because we just, you know, we had so many orders coming in. I think where we've got to from where we've come from is it's an interesting because we're probably now one of the largest raw pet food businesses in the in the UK and that's in the space of five years. Phenomenal growth, phenomenal mm-hmm. growth. And a lot of that is is COVID. Obviously that that certainly helped um, speed up our growth. Uh, for me, I've always felt like going back to the chief uh, emotions officer, you see I'm not chief technology officer. I'm certainly not chief operating officer. <laughs> um, if you want if you want spreadsheets done, definitely don't ask Mark to come and do that. If you want big mm-hmm presentations then don't ask Mark to come and do that so what what what's happened is that I've 
I feel like we've really attracted great people because we're mission-led and we've got a big goal. And therefore, people want to be part of that success. They want to they want to help drive that through. And don't get me wrong, it puts some people off, which is great. So you end up getting the right people over time. And I think what what's that, that has done, I just the work that these guys do and girls do is just phenomenal to make sure that our business stays on track, that orders going out, the foods ordered correctly, ingredients. I mean, even in the lockdown, there were supply issues. Tony and the team and the supply. The supply chain, the factory, the guys working in the distribution, they showed up every single day. They made sure that no customer of ours ever, ever ran out of food. And that, to me, is just the sign of a, an amazing team. And I'm just so proud of that. Uh, I don't have those skill sets. Uh, my team does. And for them, I can only be thankful for it. And, uh, and I'm so confident they've created great systems and amazing foundations that we can continue to service and, and double and double and double again and provide great nutrition for our pets. Uh, and again, we're always securing the supply chain because it's so important that we can offer this to more and more pet parents. And I think what's important as well is when you look at good nutrition, yes, it costs a little bit more money. But in my view, in my honest view, I think you'll have a much smaller vet bill. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. a false economy. It's a bit like putting petrol into a diesel car like just because it's cheaper doesn't mean it's better for your car and so you're going to knock that engine. And that's what I see with food is slowly over time, your your pet's body is going to you know, have inflammation issues, going to have chronic disease if we don't feed them right. So let's get it right. And real food costs you know, a little bit more, it's, but it's real food. It's real food. So if you're feeding your pet and it's costing you 22p a day, you've got to ask yourself, what's in it? What's not in it? To be able to pay to, to charge 22p a day for food is just, you know, out of here. Yeah, I don't need to say any more on that. We've 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 talked a little bit, and you've touched on a couple of times about some of the feedback that you get and and the stories that that people come to you with. Just a few days ago, I I posted on social media that we were doing this podcast recording, um, and someone replied to that talking about how much their dogs love Bella and Duke. So, I mean, I guess you get this this feedback um, all the time, and that must range from people that say, "Yeah, you know, my pets really love it." To you know those stories you touched on earlier about the the dog with the the, the flaky skin to somewhere I you know I guess they're quite emotional stories about transformations in mm. in, a, in a pet's health. How does that feel when when you get that feedback? It's amazing. It's amazing because not only are we influencing how the pet parents are feeding their pets, but also people are now thinking, what should I eat? How should I eat? How should my family eat? And for me, that's just, that's golden. I mean, that I love. I love the fact that people are questioning the food that they're putting in their own mouths, looking at the ingredients deck. So not only are the pets benefiting from this, but the pet parents. And for me, it just, it reinforces it. And for anybody out there who's, felt like they wanted to do something or feel like you know something's not right and want to change it just go and do it just go and do it and uh, don't stop and don't think because you're not educated or this or that or or, or the the, th- the reasons that go in your brain about it because we all have that going niggling in we need people to keep making the world a better place obviously i mean you're 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 not the only business that that does this and it and it does seem like from you know if we kind of rewind just kind of 6 7 years to where we are now there's been a huge transformation in 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 the options that are available out there how how mainstream do you think that that raw feeding is now becoming i i, I we're going to double 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 that's my my view in it 
I think that the the tide is changing. People are talking to other people. They're all talking about it. And, and let's be honest, like most cats, James, eat raw anyway. They just don't tell the pet parents about it. Or, or sometimes they do and leave it on, the, on their pillow. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think I think it's got a long way to go. I'm really optimistic. I, I see more and more pet shops putting more and more freezers in. Uh, I see more and more um, staff getting trained on nutrition and good nutrition. And when you start actually learning about nutrition, you, as a nutritionist or as a, you know, within a, in a pet shop, you start to realize actually is some of these products – maybe not right for pets and i've had discussions with you know pet shop owners about this and it's it is changing it is changing because our core values pets are first so we always put pet every single decision is about the pets i mean i could easily just set up a kibble business and try and do the same thing and make my life a hell of a lot easier i mean trying to ship raw frozen food around when it's 40 degrees it's challenging it's challenging mm-hmm getting good quality ingredients. All our ingredients comes from the, the, the human food chain. It's all top quality. Our factory's raw safe. So we've built everything to a standard because it's so important to us to get that right. And I think giving people that confidence, we will continue to see this category within the pet, uh, pet wellness and the pet food industry continue to grow. So I, I'm optimistic it'll double, double, double. And, and thinking about Bell and Duke specifically, obviously, um, it's it's clearly been an incredible journey so far. What what comes next? Uh, so, so we've massively invested in technology because we're all individuals. We all have different backgrounds. We all have, you know, especially with, you know, dogs and, and cats, but dogs specifically. There's so many different breeds that they all maybe need slightly different things or you know, have they been on kibble, for example, four, four years, five years, they have skin issues. So all this will allow us to bespoke specific wellness journeys for each of our pets. We are a pet wellness company, but we sell pet food because that's the, the, the first place you've got to start. So that is just part, that's one of the pillars of the many pillars we want to offer pet parents. And, and look, if, if you were to buy a dolphin or buy, buy a lion or a giraffe, you would have done your research first. One, don't buy one and stick it in the garden. You <laughs> <laughs> might have some challenges. Uh, but often we buy cats and dogs without much research. And I think mean, if you really re- researched it and really got into understanding behaviours, you know, them being part of your pack, and then if your pack goes to work, goes to school, what mental issues you cause to that. So I think all these things, if we can educate pet parents about how to look after a pet so they have the best possible happy lives that they can, a life well-loved, then that's really, really the key here. So we want to help and give education. We want to empower pet parents to look after their pets as the best they possibly can. And, and if there's someone listening to to this who is maybe realising that they're probably not feeding their pet the right thing at, at the moment, but maybe feels a little bit overwhelmed about you know what what to do and where to where to turn, what's the the kind of the first step for someone in that in that situation? What what should they do now? Number one is don't feel guilty because we, we've all been used, sold very clever marketing things over the years. So, you know, I fed my pets kibble until the age of 11. So, you know, don't feel bad. We're not here to make parents feel guilty. Our system, our wizard, so we, on our website, our, our particular website, we wanted to make it really easy, James. So what we did is we created a wizard that actually you just put your pet's details in and we'll figure all that stuff out for you. We'll tell you types of food they should have, how much, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really easy to increase or decrease. You can speak to our, our team, our customer care team as well, and, and pick up the phone at any point. We'll also give you a shout. We'll, we'll call you, you know, just to make sure your pooch or your, your, your cat is adapting to it. 
we're not here to sell anything. We just want to make sure that they have, they've taken to it. If you've got any questions, so we are proactively going out there and helping pet parents as well. And finally, we've got our community. Our community, as I said earlier on, which is on the Facebook group, is it's brilliant. There's so much amazing information on there, and as always, I think it's it's often best to get examples from other people as well, uh, and something that might resonate with you, or something that you have a challenge with your pet. I'm sure you'll find there's another 100 people within the group who had the same challenges and how they've overcome it. So come and join that, ask your questions as well. So just get in touch, either through the group, through our team, uh, and just come and say hi. Just say hi anyway. I like that. Anyway, Mark, it's been brilliant um, chatting to you. That just about wraps up this um, this episode of uh, Life Well Loved. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, James. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at bellaandduke.com. Uh, don't forget to hit the follow button to make sure that you get all our new episodes every fortnight when they're released. Thank you for listening and look forward to chatting to you again soon. Bye.